Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 11:01 in the p.m. It's September 30th, 
slowly approaching October. Soon enough, it'll be Halloween, you guys. Little kitties out there who are going to be looking for, for some candy. It's going to be Halloween, so you got to watch out. There's going to be some evil-looking spirits out there running around. Hope you guys have a nice holiday as well as having a nice Sunday, peaceful Sunday. Here, uh, it's Sheena's Groove Theory. It's KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting here live out of Long Beach, bringing you community with the resources and the people that put it together. Along with my folks out there who are listening, much support and love to all of you guys out there. Your, your love, your support, I mean, it carries me over, over and up above. So with that, I must go ahead and give my, like I always do when I start my show, I always give my love and my praise to God first. He's the one that made everything possible. He's the one that put everybody in place to where I am. And he's teaching me things to this day to where I'm starting to take a look around. And I have to be very much so accountable. We all have to be accountable. Last night's show was pretty much about you know, taking charge and being accountable for what you do. And the uh, let's say, for instance, if you're carrying a lot of baggage and everywhere you go it seems like a cloud of rain seems to follow you, well, I'm kind of talking to you. Sometimes in our lives that we've done so many things, and, oh, no, nobody has to name any things, but we've done so many things that we need to make amends. And a conflict resolution that I took, uh, Human Services, actually, it's Human Services 41B, I believe, or 40, no. 242, actually, is conflict resolution. Taught me a lot of ways to deal with, uh, we're not going to always get along, we're not going to always agree, but we can at least agree to disagree, to come to some kind of terms to where we can come to an agreement, whereas it's even, Stephen, equal opportunity for all. So like I always do, let's go ahead and represent for the big G upstairs, which I said I'll call him big G from now on. G upstairs, much love to you. For you, you make everything possible. For you, it's the reason I live today, and I live here to make sure that other people can survive it as well. Here you go, Big G. Thank you very much. Internet radio station presents today on the theory. I bring out to the forefront a topic that not too many people want to talk about. Well, actually, Bishop Brad had brought it up to me, and he had said he wanted to do a show about this. So hopefully, he'll be able to come out here. You guys know he's out there busting his butt, driving those twenty-two wheelers and those those big rigs. They're you know delivering all your electronics on time and where they need to be. So with that, hopefully he'll be out here to join us. I'll go ahead and check in with him. Maybe we'll give him a call, and we'll see, you know, if he can hang out with us and kind of touch on it. Scorned women, the aftermath of the once deceitful, the aftermath of of the once deceitful man, turned faithful, now dealing with the woman who may have forgiven, but not 
have forgot. And the underground, the underground reasons they stay in the relationship. In talking with my brother Bishop Brett first about his infidelity and the years of lying, cheating, and manipulating women to feed his own hunger and lustful intentions, came the really talked about issue. After talking to a couple of uh, several couple of uh, several couples um, that have been together uh, over 25 years plus married, most say that their long-term marriages come with a price to pay. Most of admit infidelity, control, and ego magnetism a factor, a key factor that the husband largely assumes. Both parties admit the, the challenges they face, face, the many arguments, financial problems, and the times that were anticipating that they were anticipating divorce led them to invest their vows and find a, find a way to rectify their willing, their willing to separate to be to be with the. Wait a minute. Be it with the other woman, children out of wedlock, or the secret stood to be the grounds for the ending of that marriage, of their marriage, came to accept who, what, where, when, why, and where divorce was apparent. Was the only apparent solution to fix their marital disputes. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about scorned women. These scorned women who remain in marriages. Only for the sole purpose of getting even, and we're going to also too. We're going to touch on men too, because there are some men out there too. My my ex husband was quite something else. He was quite begrudging, so he did a lot of tactics. I could see it, but you know I was too young and I kind of flew like a little birdie. But um, according to tactics, they would torture their mate for the past while continuing to punish and make vengeance their own, and carry it out until death does them part. Well. That's out there. So it's all about scoring score men, too. Let's go ahead and flip it over there for the guys, too. Because there are a lot of ladies out here that are, uh, let's say, disruptive and uh, destructive and uh, pretty much uh, kind of psycho in that sense. And uh, they seem like to want to let go. And so uh, with that, I mean, men usually can, you know, shake you good to go, you know, not emotionally uh, bound. But we do have a lot where, you know, women... Uh, you know, women, like we say, we are pretty much conniving and sneaky, and we get away with a whole bunch of stuff, and we don't too much tell on ourselves as well. So we're not really finks, rap finks. So the deal is, is once we tell a story, like Big Mama will say, once you tell that story, you got to take it to your grave. So you don't backtrack no story. So with women being as smooth with their ways and tactics of getting around things and men being less tactful in the way that they do things, um, there's going to be a different part, a different play for everybody. So it's going to be a whole different idea. So I offer you guys to come out tonight. It's now 1110. We're going to be talking some serious talk. Give me what you've got. Tell me the real deal. Uh, pretty much how, let's say how me and Bishop was talking about it, it's kind of a situation where the person just, or the wife or the husband, just pretty much is in it to just ruin their lives. And you know what? It's really funny that someone said that to me many years ago. And you know what? It's so funny today that I have to revisit that. And I'm revisiting that on my show today. So that's awesome. Wow. So maybe we might get that person to come out and, you know, kind of give us what they felt about uh, why they wanted to make sure that every day that their husband lived was going to be a miserable and tiresome and slump over the truck kind of situation. You know, until she felt that she was pretty much, uh, you know, satisfied. Maybe she'll, maybe she's got it past her. You know, this one person I'm gonna say no names, but maybe she's got it past that. Maybe she has grown, and maybe she can come out here and tell other women who are kind of like dealing in that uh, 
You know, some people say it's hating, and some people say it's jealousy, some people say it's envy. But you know what? A lot of things aren't admitted that, you know, hey, we hurt. Women hurt. We take things to heart. We're, some of us are very sensitive, sensitive. Some of us are players, too. Some of us can get down to get down. You know, some of us out here ain't got no heart. You know, I told a friend of mine just the other day, this is real talk. You know what? Pretty much when you know what you got inside of you and you're comfortable within yourself, and you know the treasures and what you hold as who you are. And not saying that you're bigger than or better than anybody. And of course, you guys know I say leave the ego trips behind unless that ego trip is a good trip. And that's a good trip that that ego spreads to everybody. So everybody kind of gets that ego trip, then it's all good. But when you're the only one with an ego trip, well, you know, you tend to be kind of tyrant and kind of self-absorbed and, you know, you know the rest pretty much, i.e. selfish, you know, those kind of situations. But having a good ego, nothing wrong with having a good ego. You know, you know where you're going, you know your direction, you know where your head is. You're not going to let anybody get in your way. You know, I mean, there are so many different entities. And I'm learning this just from last night into today. It's like there's so many entities out there stand to come to go against your productivity. Now get this. You could be minding your own business, doing your own thing, and pretty much that you're in you're in touch with yourself. You're kind of gaining yourself. And that's kind of like sort of me. I'm kind of regaining some of myself, even though I don't have the use of my hand, but I'm gaining my strength and my ooh, my will to get going. Because, hey, I can't just lay down and say, oh, woe is me. And if that's like sweet, like sweet with the teeth would say, that PMS, not premenstrual syndrome, but that oh, poor old me syndrome. Not trying to have that. So with that, I'm doing the best I can to keep motivating. And you know what? Every Everything that could come against me did and keeps on. But with that, I can say I overcame it. I made it tonight. I've gotten a lot of things. I, I've even enrolled to be there at Cal State Dominguez uh, October, actually, October the 3rd. I believe it's October the 3rd for a, a school, a campus go around so we can see the campus and uh we can make our judgments calls we get to we get tours and uh we get you know i'm online right now you know all night i've been online you know trying to do the transfer thing because i'm getting more motivated the more that i see you know people are you know stand against me the more it's like motivating me to get pushing because you know what that's what people tend to do and that's what they think they can do you know what as long as you don't let anybody stop your progress I look at this cut on my arm pretty much not like it's a, a, my, my progress has really stopped. Yeah, it did slow down for a minute, but that didn't kill the will and the desire in me to keep pushing forward and to be here on this radio station. Much love out there to everybody, Long Beach City College. Much, much love to you guys. Represent. See you guys this morning. And to the rest of all you guys out there who are my supporters and the ones who support me and you give me love, you come out here, you give your real, honest, true opinion, and as well as my listeners. Much love to all of you guys. Just check my stats. Uh, show number three, actually, What Women Need to Know, uh, which I had Bishop Brett and L&L out there. That show right now stands at one six no 1868 archive listen. Wow, that has blew up past the first show. First show is like slowly at what, uh, it's still eight, 1862 or something like that at, Wow, it's like incredible. So much love out there to my brother, Bishop Brett, out there for his support, coming out here, bringing it, you know, always keeping it positive, motivating, and giving other people the chance to talk. As long as we can all talk together, we can all sing together, but we can't all talk together. So let's share in that. 
And much love out there to Jay as well. We're undergoing with that non nonprofit. We've been up pretty much late night. I got a chance to show him the DVD. Not show him, but he got to hear the whole thing through. And he was much, he was much, he was kind of angry. Then he got angry because it's a mix of emotions. I'm going to see if I can bring that out there to you or bring you some inserts of it so you guys can get a taste of it. Um, it's all about trying to get, it's not a color thing. Like I tell people all the time, me and Jay have been on this all night. It's not a color thing. Really, it's a poor or a rich thing. Either you're poor or either you're rich. And if you're if you're needing a battery or you don't have the money to get, or you got to take a payday, well, you kind of fit in that class of where I am today. I run this radio station right out of my own pocket. It is for, dedicated to, promoting wellness, spiritual healing, advice, resources, and the places that you can go and the people that you can talk to and people you can kind of relate to that have been where you are and have got past where they have been through and so that you can as well. That's my main thing. As far as being a life coach, being a social worker with my degree right there, almost in my hand I'm about to grasp, um, it's, it's, I want to be the best, the best case manager, social worker, I could possibly be. So what I do is I make sure I take my life experience, my learned study skills, I compile them together, and then with what you guys give me, I listen. You know what? Listening to listening, sure, it enables, it, it, it opens up the door for you to be more broader. You can have a different perspective. You can see things in a different light. So, so you know what? I think a little bit like some people say, conflict is not conflict. It's you bringing what you have. This person is bringing what they have. This person is bringing what they have. And together, we got to become with a plan. And it's not a plan that one person wants to put in effect. It's a plan we all agree on. And that's most positive and that's most inspirational for me today. Today, September 30th, representing here out of Long Beach. It's KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. Uh, this is Gina Groove Theory. Thank you for joining. And just with that, just what I'm going to leave you guys. I'm going to go ahead and take it out to break. And, you know, I always try to play something motivating to what I'm talking about or how our mood is going. So with that being said, after all that I've been through through the past night and into this morning, my spirit, my soul, my life, my love for other people, have not been broken. I'm not broken. If for any reason that any ill will wish out there that would wish that it was, it didn't happen. And like I said, I'm gonna share a little writing that I have with you that I, that I wrote. I'm gonna share with you when we come back from break. Pretty much it defines it. You know, whatever whatever you may acquire, wish, hope for me, that is of any negative nature or for anybody for that matter. Anytime that you think you put a lot of negative energy in thinking of something bad for the other person. So, you know what? You waste a lot of time trying to help and heal yourself. So, with that, I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out there. Here's Alicia Keys. Like she wrote it out there for Bill Cosby and all the people out there that are resilient and steadily in the battle, not giving up, holding it down. We're unbreakable. So here you go, Alicia Keys, I'm afraid. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, clap your hands. Come on, keep it going. Clap your hands, everybody. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, clap your hands. Let's do it. You ready? 
right, everybody. You're back with Gina's Group Theory. It is 7.23 in the p.m. It is September 30th, slowly approaching October 1st. Uh, I got a couple of cousins born on October 30th coming up, and then I have my cousin Johnny out there who I think he's a little mad at me, but I'm going to kind of touch him because hopefully he'll be out here before his day gets here, and I'll be seeing him soon. Uh, they're having a picnic. I'll keep you guys up up, up 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 on it because, you know, he's working with those kids out there and uh, he's working with the, the youth program out there and uh, bringing uh, to our young youth who uh, um, are what come from single parents, uh, broken parents, uh, being raised by their grandparents and teaching them some skills other than getting out there and getting in trouble and, uh, you know, being a percentage of the 90 six percent of all around America, you know, population in the prison, you know, trying to keep them up out of harm's way and trying to give them something to look forward to. And nowadays it's hard. Uh, someone was saying on the show last night that, well, actually it was mom. She was saying how hard it is sometimes just to keep, you know, keep your head straight, keep, your, you know, your mind tight, you know, keep your courage up to be strong and maintain. Sometimes it is a little bit, bit strong. It's It's hard. And you know what? You got to have somebody that offers you something that tells you something that's good so that you can remember, like, oh, okay, yeah, I got to keep pushing. I got to keep moving. You know, and with that, that's what I serve this community out here doing is trying to let them know that somebody's out here that cares also, but then also somebody here that listens who's been there where you've been. So with that, let's go ahead. Something ain't paid played in quite a long time and ain't played it in my car since I ain't seen my black diamond in so long. But you know, I saw I saw a day for yesterday, but I'm missing you, boo boo. So we're gonna go ahead and play. Can't no actually not can't you see, but we're gonna play. Can I take you home? And you guys know when I'm rolling in the black diamond I be bumping it really hard and long. Here you go. Jamie Fox, can I take you home? Here to waste your time Cause I know what I, I, know what I, I, know what I, I 
got an Italian cook. It's nice. It's Some or something like that. Everybody, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 11:31 in the p.m. September 30th, 2012. Broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. This is your KXRW, your internet connection, your internet radio, internet community radio station. Being broadcast here out of Long Beach, and my my spot is for right now, as you guys know. Uh, bringing it to you tonight's show is all about scoring women and aftermath of what they can leave behind, and also too, you know, I was uh, dealing with uh, talking to talking to a lot of my male counterparts as well, and you know they go through the same things that we all go through as well, you know, as far as the scoring women, as far as we go through the scoring men too. But I did realize too, there's a lot of hurt, you know, hurt out there where people are hurting, and then I don't know if it's maybe they want to hurt other people. But their pain kind of kind of travels on you. So with that, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and play another cut. I'm going to touch a few people, see who's out there, see who's going to come on out and join, see if my big brother Bishop is out there ready to tackle on this. Uh, he brought up this subject. He wanted to bring it to the forefront. I think it's something more personal to him, something that he personally has a closeness with. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and send a shout-out there to him. Like I say, mostly all you guys, thank you for being here. It's Gina's Groove Theory. Now 11.32 in the p.m. And you know what? Mm, let's go ahead. We're going to play Ra- Raphael Sadiq. I'm going to send this shout out there to all the people who are in here who should be. You should be here.
Hey everybody, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. That was Raphael Sadiq with Angel D'Angelo. That is You Should Be Here. That's a pretty hot song. I don't play it that often. But uh, shout out there to all of you guys who should be somewhere and you're not there yet. And maybe when I hit the bricks, when I get offline tonight, maybe today, maybe I'll catch you out there on the get down, on the slow down. I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out there too. Um, like I always say, you know, of course I love this because it always empowers me and gets me going. So uh, with that, you know, in life we have to make certain changes. In life we have to grow. Sometimes we have to close the door to be able to walk into another door. Uh, there are all kinds of agendas out here. Uh, one that I found that is best for me, that works well for me, is keeping it real, keeping it honest. Uh, no secrets, no lies. No, I mean, I'm kind of standing on that today because it's like, you know what? So much has happened that you have to say, well, hey, maybe if I had paid attention to this, maybe this and that wouldn't happen. Because you know what? It kind of kind of gives you a look mm, when someone says, well, I don't feel this way. And you were, you know, all the blame, no bias, no blame on whoever did what. I know what I do today is I live toward being what he upstairs she expects me to be. And that's all I can be today. So with that, I've upgraded myself from the person I used to be. So let's go ahead and pop on in with Beyonce and say, upgrade you, baby. <laughs> Yeah, B. Talk your shit. Time to let me upgrade. How you gonna upgrade me? It's higher than number one. You know I used to beat that block. Now I bees the block. Let me upgrade. <laughs> I hear you be the block, but I'm the life to keep the streets on. Know that you the type that likes to keep them on the leash, so I'm known to walk alone, but I'm alone for a reason. Sending me a drink ain't appeasing. Believe me, come harder. This won't be easy. Don't doubt yourself. Trust me, you need me. This ain't a shoulder with a chip or an ego. But you think they all mad at me?
I be the D-boy who infiltrated all the corporate dudes. They call shots, I call audibles. Shake up the jeweler, bubbles, the rain sort of do. It's big ballin', baby, when I'm caughtin' you. I'm talking spy bags and fly pads and rooms at the Bloomberg. And rumors, you on the verge of a new merge. Cause that rock on your fingers like a tumor. You can't fit your hand in your new purse. It's humorous to me, they watchin' and we just got an Allen hoppin' off of your mafia coast. Mafioso, oh baby, you ever seen satin? No, not the car, but everywhere we are. You sure to see stars, this is high level, not eye level. My bezel, courtesy your Audemars. I order yours tomorrow. Now look at the time I saved ya. Mama, let me upgrade Don't know how to act, act. Except for one song, it came right back, back, running on me. The rest 
Genus Groove Theory. It is now 11.48 in the p.m. Slowly approaching to, uh, actually October 1st. It's going to be almost Christmas time, you guys. I'm almost kind of waiting for it this time. Um, you know, Christmas has been kind of bleak these past 11 years, but I'm looking forward to a great Christmas this year. Hopefully with the radio station and hopefully with the uh, nonprofit organization, which I'm going to be sharing with you guys shortly. Um, you know, we're going to be making some serious changes. Maybe we can get some people out there off the bus to say, hey, you know what? I'll make a difference. I want to take the first stand. I made the first stand. Everybody has to stand up behind me. You know, I'm not asking anybody to stand up first. It's not like who is the first one to be the the uh, guinea pig. I took that position. So I am the guinea pig. So I started it. So let's got let's get this rolling. You tell 25 of your friends, and then they tell 25 of their friends, and then that's where we'll grow. Black community. With that, I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out to a very sweet, special person in my life. 
Nothing in this world can stop me from being there for you. Here it goes. Nothing in the World by Avant and Kiki.
everybody. We're live with Genius Groove Theory. It is now 11.54 in the p.m. We're going to take it on into 12, probably bumping a little bit more music. I'm kind of, it's kind of a slow, kind of mellow night. Last night, show was more about, it was actually with how to separate facts from fiction. Um, I'm kind of designing my own way of being able to have discernment and being able to make quit and follow my own directions. And with that, you know, I notice a lot of things about uh, about life. You know, um, I'm pretty much when you kind of keep and you steer clear of, you know, being involved in too many, you know, uh, situations where, you know, you're going to be proven to be wrong or you're going to be proven that you said something that you didn't say. Um, with that, you know, I try to keep it 100 with, you know, w- you know, with everybody, my loved ones especially. Because, you know, I mean, they need to know, you know, who I am, what I am. I mean, especially as a community, too. I mean, I can only be one way. You know, some people say, you're kind of rough around the collar. I'm kind of rough around the edges. You know, sometimes I come off a little bit sweet and a little bit nice. And But really, you know, I'm an all-rounded person. You know, I realized, I realized where my life was prior to this. And I remember, I remember being a financially driven, motivated woman who, um, you know, had no uh, room for error. And no, I was a perfectionist as well. And um, I, I looked at things from a view of one-sided. And when you have that one-sided uh, view, you know, that means that you can't see anything anybody else's way. So, of course, I had to start working with myself. When I tell people that I had to start with me, and that means I had to look at myself. That means that means I had to take me and only deal with me. And that's a hard thing for people to do. It's hard for them to take a look at themselves. It was hard for me to do, to see that I was, you know, just like the kid said, I had eyes. Iism, as they explained to me, was I was saying, I, 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 I have this and I have that, and it's because of I, I. And with that, you know, they taught me a great a great lesson. I didn't get the lesson until later on. But the case is it should never only be about you, you know. I mean, in, in the sense of, you know, if that's the way you live your life and if that's how you make it and that's how, you know, that's what pros- prosperity for you is, being that you're always on top of things, you know. I mean, hey, more power to you. I give you a dap on that. I'm going to support you regardless of whatever the case may be. But the deal is, you know, it's much more freeing, much more spiritually freeing to be able to be honest with people and to keep things real with people. And that way, okay, you don't get kind of crossed up in any old wrongdoings. And then no one has to feel slighted. No one has to feel like, you know, well, they're under the gun or under the fire with that. So, I mean, I mean, just keeping it 100. You know, my um, BFF, she used to always say it. She said, keep it 100. You know, I kind of touched her tonight to see what she and Big, you know, Big Leon out there doing the L and L team. They're still together, kicking it, even though that a that that show they were kind of like, oh, they were kind of weary, but you know, they're still hanging in there. And I much love out there to them to hang on in there. You know, relationships take a lot. Relationship, friendships, all of that. You know, some we take life for granted, and I can say I'm first and foremost to admit to that. I took life for granted. I took the fact that I had monies over here, monies over there, that I didn't keep up with my monies, too. See, it wasn't just the whole fact of, you know, the job and, you know, the struggle and the uh, unemployment, disability, the fight, the legal fight. But it also, too, you know, when you're conscious about, you know, your monies, you're conscious. I mean, if you're not so carefree to the wind with, you know, your financial, you know, status. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, and I was kind of arrogant, too, so with that, you know, I, I figured I had it, you know, I mean, that anything like that would have happened to me, I lost my job here. Yeah, I could have snapped back, saved up. And that's what a lot of us, you know, tend to think. But in but in order, you know, if, you're, if you're, your business is not in order, and that means 
You know, you have a lot of monies going out. You're not really paying attention to a lot of monies coming in. That's why I'm bringing the, you know, my rep, my, my representation that I just uh, newly acquired. I'm being a rep- representative. And uh, like I said, I'm going to bring more to you. Uh, you know, I'm going to, if it benefits the community and it benefits the community as a whole and that I can get you guys, uh, get everybody out there, reasonable, uh, you know, prices and, and you know, as opposed to, you know, and also putting your money involved in a community-based institution. You know, there's a lot of banks out in Compton that I know, and a lot of, there's a lot of black black banks out there, a lot of, you know, Chinese banks. There's a lot of different type branch of banks, but, you know, they're very slim pickings because, you know, of course, there's not a lot of community people. There's not a lot, you know, I mean, as far as China and Japan, you know, that, that's a blow up. You know, they got it made with their eyes closed case of when it comes down to community-based banks, you know, I know you have Neighborhood Bank, and then you have a couple other uh, banks out there that are a community-based. Um, that's where we should be putting our monies, you know. I mean, the convenience of having a chase on every corner is really nice. I, I can say that much. Just as well as having a Bank of America. But then we all know, you know, we don't even want to touch on that because this show is not about that, but just the overall feeling, uh, the whole mood about banks at this point you know, federal institutions, FDIC, it kind of gives me a ooh, bad feel. It's like I would rather not save anything than to leave it to someone who might just so happen squander it. The bottom line is if I squander it, it's no problem. It's mine to do that. But in the case of, you know, you know all the corruption that's going on, you know, and, you know, you have all these groups that are, you know, forming against, you know, corruption and, you know, uh, I mean, as high as legislative corruption. I mean, you know, I mean the whole the whole bank situation, the whole bailout, the whole double bailout was just you know beyond me as well. You know, I guess I guess that's probably why if you guys look on my Facebook, you'll notice that I do have that register to vote. See that register to vote? All you have to do is go out there and click it. Once you click it, you can re-register, you can change address, and you can get ready to register for this coming up election. Which, you guys, I'm going to be voting in. So, ah, uh, okay, you guys, you got me. I'm going to go ahead and vote in this election. Simply because community means a great deal to me. And my 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 stance on representing for you guys is that at least I take every, you know, opportunity that I have. I'm not a felon or anything. Go ahead and do, you know, step out there with you guys on election day and uh, push that ballot, you know, for whatever choice that I want. You know, who knows? You know, I might pick the Republicans. Who knows? Who knows? The case is, no, just kidding, you guys, but um, seriously, you know, community can't, it's not really a Republican kind of thing. It's not a white-collar situation. It's blue-collar, but blue-collar and lower than that. Um, I'm going to step out there to vote, so I encourage all of you guys to get out there and vote. If I can do it, and I haven't voted since 2000, you know, since they stole the presidency. I mean, that kind of took me. I mean, I've been watching elections since I was six years old first election I remember saying, and I can stay up all night too, my nanny would let me stay up all night. The first election I was six years old, and it was actually Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, and I can't remember the other independents that were, and I stayed up the whole night. You know, I always like to see the results. She always let me. So with that, you know, I was very intrigued by, you know, how the voting process went, and, you know, I mean, the whole, the whole thing of it, you know. I don't even know if I understood really the extent of it, but I know you know, whoever by the morning time, by daylight, is going to be a president. And the president is going to be the new president. 
you know, and then he gets, you know, he goes in the office, he swears in, and, you know, and then it's the shebang bang for the next four years. Um, in 2000, I was very much so disappointed because, you know, I, as a, as a kid, you know, I would uh, go, I would go around door to door for my nanny, having petitions signed, you know, um, just like the people do now, which is a little bit different back then. Back then, it was no identity theft. Tonight, today, total different thing. Uh, I don't advise for anybody to stop and fill out a petition today. But I would go door to door, getting petitions signed for you know the rights of union workers and and uh, being retired people as a youngster. So with that, you know, I've been in the game for quite a long time. And then when 2008, I kind of just fell off because it was like, well, I kind of felt like the other people that you hear that say. My one vote ain't gonna make a difference. I mean, because if they can run off with the election, it's like shh, it's a blow up. Why even waste my time to go in? But this this election will be my first election since 2000 to go out there and represent. I'm gonna stand with you guys. Hard thing for me to do because, of course, you know we all have our issues with trust. Trust. Do I trust this person that they're gonna do the right thing, or do I just vote for anybody, or can you just leave it blank? By the way, um, those are all issues that come to mind when you know you're talking about voting. But like I said, you know what I've realized is that yeah, you know maybe my vote back in 2000 wouldn't have made a difference either here or there because we don't know how that Florida thing was, you know, played out anyways because it didn't play out where we could see. So the the deal is, you know, we don't we don't know how it could play out. So what I'm gonna do is give it an opportunity. Given an opportunity to step on up in there, and after you guys said, you know, hey, we're gonna have to have a show before the election. Of course, you know, I'm gonna be having Stephen Neal come on in. I'm still in the works with uh, Mike Davis as well. Um, I've been missing Mr. Neal. Mr. Neal, if you're out there listening, I've been missing you. I know he's a busy man, and you know, being a city official is a hard job to do. And I don't know if I could do it. I am a community activist, which is kind of sort of the same thing, but. His, it, I mean, being a council member is, is very structured, and he brought some things to me that lets me know that he is really worried about the things that's going on with us. Not us as in the political forum, but us as in a people. Us as in the people out here who are the ones who are footing the bill for everything, but are getting the, what do you say, what is it they say back in the day, the short end of the stick? Yeah, you know, you know, you kind of get tired. You get tired of getting worked. You know, and right now a lot of people are feeling worked. And how we make a difference is not kind of like sitting, really go out there and do your vote. You know, I mean, hey, you got to represent as who you are. You know, your vote, I'm going to tell you like, a, who was it that recently told me? Uh, well, an older person had mentioned to me that, uh, you know, people died. You know, people that died for you to have the right to vote. So, I mean, even as a young kid, I didn't know, no one ever told me that because we weren't brought up with the, you know the segregation, the separated, you know separate separation of white from black. Because I, I mean, my my godmother, our godmother was white. My my mom's godmother was Hispanic, and and I mean she worked in Orange County. So you know we didn't have those stipulations of which we weren't accustomed to other races. Um, we were very accustomed. So with that, you know we you know we didn't grow up with that. But then, so I didn't see things, you know, as a kid, you know, watching the election. I don't even know why I was so enthused about it, but. Um, as a kid, you know, I didn't see all those issues. I just knew that, you know, I, I had to watch it all, all night. And sometimes the results don't come in until we in the hours of the morning. You know, you want to see who, you know, which campaign center, you know, uh, 
unit is going to be the one that's like, whoo, we got it, we got it, you know, and I've been doing that, and it was kind of disheartening to uh, realize that when I did vote, go out and vote, it was like, wow, it was like my vote, it just seemed like it didn't matter because, of course, it was like, you know, one minute it was one winner, and just like I said about this election, you know, God forbid that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Obama won for a second term, and then the next thing you know, in the last five minutes, uh, you know, Donald Trump wins or something like that, that will be a blowout. That's when I will give it up. But the case is, you know, let's get out there and the support. Let's uh, at least use the uh, the option that people really pretty much die for us all, really. You know, all of our people suffer for just really the vote. I mean, and it's, as women, we know we can we don't even have to be separatists on this. As women, you know, we didn't we didn't have the right to vote either, just like slaves. But we had to fight, you know. I mean, in a sense, it seems pretty good that we did that to get liberation. But then also, too, that's one of the tactics that us women are using and some of us men are using to, you know, tie and bind some folks at home. You know, uh, just like uh, someone mentioned to me about uh, someone asked for some help. And and we were saying, well, that's what I married you for. Okay, well, you know what? You know, let's not take people for granted. Let's not take the loved ones that we have for granted, you know. I mean, really, this is something that we all need to think about. Now, I know I brought to you about having forgiveness and giving forgiveness and letting go. But one thing that I don't think I made very clearly is that some of us, you know, knowingly and unknowingly, unconsciously or unconsciously, I think just like how Monique said last night, you know right from wrong. You know, so, you know, you know right from wrong. I mean, unless you were the Jungle Book boy, and even he knew how to talk to the animals. You know, I mean, he knew how to speak where he was understood. So the deal is, you know, let's keep it real. You know, in your life, if you're doing some things that may not be favorable, not for me or not for anybody else out here, but that's favorable with the man who you serve, if you serve, or either to your to your progress, sometimes when we dilly dally, involved in things that are not of us, we tend to get, we tend to get the lashes. You know, I'm learning that up close and personal. But like I say, I'm not bitter from what I've experienced. I know I'm aware of some things. Also, too, you know, I mean, you know, as much as you know, you don't want to be paranoid about situations, but you know, sometimes you know, it just doesn't. Some people are not just out there for the best of you, and, you know, you just got to have discernment. Have discernment, but also, too, get out there and represent, though. You know, having discernment may be against a stranger or somebody you might not want to walk out into the community and give out sex lunches, but, I mean, discernment just to be make sure that you're safe, your family is safe, and you're well protected. We, You know, I mean, a few, what, a couple of months ago, one of the very first show that blew up was about Domestic violence, rape. It was actually it was about rape. It was about a childhood friend that I grew up with that was murdered, was b- brutally raped and beaten and murdered. And uh, that show was the first show to blow up. And this third show has blow, blown up past that one. And that show was dedicated to just making aware, you know, us as women, us as men too, as well, you know, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of the people that you're around. Funny that that. I'm sitting here and I can't I can't use my right hand, isn't that something? But be aware of your surroundings. You know, pay attention. Listen. Be alert. 
I can't even I can't even express that enough in my own situation. Be alert. You know, uh the slightest little thing, you know what I mean? You might think that you're being a little bit over zealous about how you're, you know, paying attention and tracking everybody and doing what you do to it's all a precaution to make sure that you are safe and that you are prepared for whatever might come up. And that's real talk. That's real talk coming from Gina. I'll tell you, that's where I'm at with it. You know, I mean, hey, some people say they're the baddest and the biggest and the baddest folk out there. But, you know, it's not big and bad that makes you that makes you a winner. What makes you a winner is that you can still, you know, be resilient and survive through it and get back into the fight. Somebody asked me the other day, like, oh, you're back on the radio? Like, you just be doing it. Like, you know what? It took me like nine days to get back on this radio. and I still can't write. And it's very frustrating. So, Yes, you know, I have hurdles to get over. And, yes, I look at my hand as, wow, wow, like that, because, hey, I write. You guys know I write, right? So the deal is like, wow. And I go to school, so it's like, wow, I can't do it. Wow. So it's it's a hindrance, but I seek to find what the good positiveness is about it. You know, I've heard a lot of things that were said to me. It took me a little time to just well it over my head. But you know what? It's like, wow, really? You know, wow. You know, the things that people could say and the way that they can behave, you know, I can honestly say I don't deserve that from anybody to, you know, you know, come at me sideways. But I guess people do. And, you know, with that, I'm going to go ahead and receive that. You know, I, my my main my main thing and my main pet, pet peeve is, before I go ahead and take you guys a break, <laughs> so I can grab me some tea, before I take a break, this is my main pet peeve. Now, you know, you have that pet peeve, the thing that really pisses you off. And my main thing is like walking in some dog shit or something. That's my main pet peeve. And roaches, of course, scare the hell of, of them. But my main pet peeve is when, let's say, people try to, let's say, uh, convince you of, people try to convince you that, you're the one with the issue when it's really them. Uh, let's, let's give her an example. Uh, a person has done something that has harmed you, let's say, and that person will still come at you like they owe you something. Now, let's say this person is in debt to you for just for everything, almost everything, literally everything under the kitchen sink. But this person would have the nerve to come to you and ask, for whatever it is that you have theirs, which is useless. That I had to say, I'm like, wow, like that, really? Like, you know what, I can't let my spirit get too moved by it, but it's like, really, that's a lesson to be learned. You know what, people treasure the most useless things, the most worthless things over what they what they should cherish, and that's we cherishing each other. You know, if I ever get back into the place where I think that financial, uh, you know, how much money I got in my pocketbook defines who I am, if I ever slip back into the I-ism that I had cracking, if I were to ever, which I doubt it, you guys, but if I were to ever slip back into that that mindset, you know, and and revisit that, even I could tell, if I had an inkling of what I know now, inside embedded me at all, if I was left with one little one little grain of what I got in me today, I would have to say, mm, I can't, I can't take that ride. You know, 
I guess I suffered, me and my family suffered a great deal more so because I was proud. I have, I have what you call a foolish pride. Foolish pride is another thing. One thing, let's get this straight, by a well-known lecturer as well as professor, uh, he brought out the fact that about toxic shame. And there are two kinds of shame. And his whole ideology of toxic shame and where addiction comes from and where pain comes from, trauma, you know, flashbacks, you know, the memories of things that have happened to you in the past. And, you know, uh, it comes from actually, uh, you know, the toxic shame. You have toxic shame and then you have good, it's healthy shame. And, you know, when I said in uh, Mr. Impudia's class, actually introduction to social work, and I said in his class, and I went over the book, it's like, you know, okay, so you got toxic, which toxic shame is the is the killer. That's the one that affects your mental, your physical. It can affect every part of your body. It can give you Charlie horses. I mean, because stress is a serious issue, which, like I told you guys last night, I didn't believe in panic attacks. I didn't believe in any of that. I mean, I just pretty much let it be a get up off you, and you know the rest. So the deal is like, wow. So I had to take a, I had to do a whole, what, th- no, it wouldn't be a 380. I had to do a, what, 720 to take a back step and to look back into some of the things that I thought was, you know what I'm saying, you know, that I prejudged, that I, you know, that because it, because it didn't make any sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me. That's why I have this radio station because it's not about what I think. Because, see, I know my you know, my word is not bond. Maybe what I got inside my little, my little extra, my little here, here it is, it'll probably benefit, but not just the whole scope of me. The whole scope of everybody together. So, with that and realizing, you know, realizing, you know, where, you know, where my place is today, it's like, wow, you know, hmm. Back then, I guess I was more so uh, no nonsense, but not as ha- not as happy as I am today. Not as spiritually free today. You know, when you when you let go. And, and like I was saying about Mr. Impudia, he taught us a lot. And and this toxic shame and healthy shame. Healthy shame is toxic shame is the shame that kills you. It's it's the shame that uh, can push you over the edge. It's the shame, the guilt of whatever that you have experienced. That's toxic because it eats away at your inner side. From you, it eats you away inside out. Healthy shame is actually more so. Let's, let me bring it to you like this. Um, I take a little break. I'm going to grab my book too so I can shoot it to you from the hip. Healthy shame is good simply because it's an acceptance. It gets you past the denial. Because, see, with any it, with any admittance of anything, and that means addiction, abuse, whatever, I mean, you know, whatever it is that you have done that was not right, right, or I've done that was not right, there's a root to it. And... <clears throat> If it's linked to toxic shame, those are things that I'm guilt that I feel shame of. You know, those, those uh, uh, traumatic instances, instances like uh, you know, I can give you an example of a group of people that could be going through that would be, you know, the uh, children of the uh, Catholic Church who are now adults who are you know bringing charges up against their their offenders and their you know uh, them. There'd be one that that would be a group of people that I would say it's the shame of what you know someone did to you. So, you know, I mean, so you got 
to carry that weight of shame. You know, but then when you decide and you get past that hurt of the the toxic, the negative part of it, and you see what the good part of shame is. Shame, the good part of healthy shame is accepting what your flaws are, acknowledging the things that you need to change within yourself, you know, saying, hey, I got this issue, but I need to work on it. And you know what? I'm going to work on it. You know, healthy shame is more so a promoter of shame, promoter of, not of denial and cover-up. It's more of promoting of openness, honesty, and freedom, and being forgiving to your people, and being being forgiven and giving your forgiveness. Like I say, it doesn't have to take two people to forgive, and it really doesn't. It's not a two-way street when it comes to forgiveness. But once you have made amends with the people in your life, and from that point on, like I told a friend the other day, don't know too much of if, if this person is really, truly a friend like myself, but let's say, I'll call this person a friend. And like I told this person, you know, when you, when you get to the point where you let go, you know, when you give it all up, you know, all the, whatever you got going, and you give it all up, and you make amends with the people that you've harmed, you know, and you've rightfully let go. You know, you've given apologies. I'm not saying just going like, well, you know, you give an apology. I mean, you're not giving. I mean, giving and accepting. Even if you haven't done what I found worked for me, even if I didn't, I didn't really recall doing anything to him, but then I just knew I was a mess. So I was like, well, you know, for whatever I may have done, you know, and then when I was able to release, and then I started being more, you know, someone told me the other day, you're your worst critic. Well, you know what? It's better for me to be my my worst critic. Then I can critique myself before I do something or come off the side back that could be de- detrimental to somebody else because of my, whatever my inequities are that I'm trying to project on you. When we come back from the break, I'm going to go ahead and share writing with you guys. And this writing is pretty much about this. It, it it's only briefly describing because I'm dealing with the issue and, and I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering like wow you know why why is it you know um, my situation with the danger uh, that I was you know in, involved in and you know me getting hurt especially you know it really it's really it's on my mind you know I, I've been focused more so on trying to do things because I got to do cleanup you know that's what people don't understand like I got to do cleanup to that means I got to clean up my school stuff and Man, it's like a, it, it was like a total, it's a total hassle past the whole fact that I can't write. That is a double blow. So with that in mind, you guys, go ahead and send up some prayers for me that my hand get back to normal. I've been praying, 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 my, praying my little self to death. You guys, send up some prayers for me that uh, I can get the use back, back of my hand so that I can get busy and make things a little bit simpler out here, you know, and... uh I can back to the job at hand, you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out there to you guys. We're going to have Nothing Even Matters. And Nothing Even Matters by Lauren Hill and, of course, the other.
nothing even matters. See, nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all. Your love makes me so ten feet tall. Without it, I go through a straw. Cause nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters.
Hi, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is 1227 in the p.m. Representing here in Long Beach, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. <clears throat> All right, you guys. I said I was going to share something with you guys, and this is something I actually had wrote. <clears throat> I actually wrote this uh, to a about uh, what compels you guys out there that know. I'm a writer, of course, and like Jay always pushing me to go in. You know, to finish this book and everything, because I got a lot of things in the works. You know, I have so many different things that I'm trying to do, and then there's a lot of, uh, you know, I'm always doing something else. So with that, you know, I always get caught up in doing mostly what I can for someone else and kind of put my things in the back burner, but it's all good. You know, today it's all good. Um, What I want to share with you guys, uh, pretty much I have a couple of writings that I'm going to share with you guys. And... And they're more so uh, they're more so designed for moving forward, uh, getting rid of the BS that you know that you you deal with, you know, with people. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of putting back, getting back. Not just I had to get back when I financially being financially spiritual. Financially prosperous was like what I thought was the world. You know, I thought you know you had to have this, you had to have chips to have that. You know, if you didn't have that, you know, status quo or whatever the case may be. Like uh, me and Jay looked at the video this morning. It's status quo, and you know, keeping up with the Joneses and so forth. And sometimes you can kind of think uh, that that's what defines you. You know, money doesn't define you. Actually, uh, I had to learn this the hard way. And I had to implement it into what I've learned, into what my life my life experience, into what my study skills were, in order for me to grasp who I really was. Um, this is pretty much the way that I live today. I have to live that way, and that's only because it was it kind of frees me. Um, I think this this one that I read last I think I may have read this last night actually maybe I have but. If you weren't out here, then that means you missed it, and I'm going to go ahead and share it again. And this was written just directly towards, you know, where I had to go, you know, when it came to, uh, you know, me looking at others in my environment. You know, I mean, uh, everybody is not going to be in your corner, and sometimes people appear to be in your corner, and they're really not. And then I don't know whatever reasons they are. I'm not speaking about anybody in particular, but they just not. And with that, then you got to have what discernment, and you have to have reserve, and you got to have boundaries with these with this, these individuals, because of course they're not in it for what you are. So with that, this is called when my eyes opened. It's like why why is it that people you hold close to your heart always seem to try and make you feel that you have wronged them in some way or another? Maybe it's their own inferior feelings of insecurity that compels them to pass off their inequities onto you and their failures to succeed and surpass over their own personal problems are too complex and complicated that they seek to find the weakness in others so that they can bring to the forefront the flaws and imperfections I or you may have. But after years of self-analyzing, 
That's what I did for myself. Every perspective of my life and my once distorted perceived notion that I had I had it all under control began to crumble. And the world that I had been living in was a superficial world. That that it was a super it was superficial and it was the only it was only as real as I wanted it to believe as I wanted to believe or wish it could have been. The lesson I learned was the only one that I have control over is myself and that any changes that I feel need to be addressed are the ones that take place within. So I looked into the mirror, I looked into the mirror and made a decision that from that point on I will start with the change with me. With all honesty and full intent, I will take a deep and thorough evaluation of all the things that I do, be it right or wrong, and make a conscious decision to change. Change for the better so that I can live free without prejudice and persecution towards any human being. No, I won't ever speak of the actions of another, but of the actions of Regina. It is one of the hardest tasks I've had to do. To look at myself. But over time, it has become one of my greatest attributes to my character and to the people that I serve. No bias, no blame. And that was when my eyes opened. And uh, this this one, mm, well, here we go. It's kind of pretty, pretty hardcore. Not more so, you know, don't take in the breath of what it, as much as what it is, it's just what the general message is. And it's called, And God Created Man. Okay, here we go. And God Created Man. Let me clear my throat. And God Created Man. I have come to the conclusion that people, no matter what, rally for your failure. They give you a false sense of support. If not for the man upstairs, I would have nothing to trust and believe in. Man is just what he is, a man. He doesn't have the power to keep you down, only if you place him only if you place your life in his hands. He is only human, and as humans we are all flawed and imperfect. So whose responsibility is it to handle your business? You? And who will suffer because of your willingness to trust to trust in man? You? Even the one you feel is in your corner will turn out to be a weapon against you. In the next days to follow, I'm taking a stance that I can have all that my heart desires regardless of the negative forces around me, and I'm a winner. I have no intention on losing my blessings or my spiritual prosperity to any man. You can count me out or think you may have me fooled, but there has been many before you. Don't hold yourself triumphant. It is what you think it and what you think is my demise. And be careful for the hole you dig for me. You better dig two. Why, you ask? Two, you ask. Because the other one is reserved especially for you. And I had a little shout out there from my, my, my partner out there, Jay. Uh, he had to send me a little shout out. He's like, Yo, you know, he's like, you're a good sister. He's like, who made you mad? <laughs> Nobody makes me mad. And here's here's another one I want to share with you guys. Life is what you Life is what we make it. There are many times in our lives that we are going to have disappointing news. As hard as we try to strive for our goal, we are met with things that arise that seem to, first, hinder our effort. But as I sit here thinking and talking to a very good friend, and that's you guys, I'm smiling, laughing about the funny things. 
Today, I was informed of news that I kind of, and I kind of got upset, and it sure did happen today, and I questioned the reasons why, and I have forgotten how things worked out for me in this life. It all happens in his time. If I remember that, then life goes a little bit smoother. And on another note, he might not come when you call him, but he is always right on time. Life does get better for us all. And this is, mm, this, I'm going to go ahead and shoot this out here because I know my, my partner Jay ain't out there. You know, he'll give you the, you know, God thing. Here, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, send this out there. This is called, oh, I'm set, yeah, I'm going to send this out there because he might call in. This is called Take the Path Set for You. In life, we have to make decisions that are tough to make. Change is always hard, but it always brings new life in your direction. When you know what you really want and you make up your mind not to accept anything less than what you deserve, you have taken the first step in the right direction. It is all right to invest time into repairing the damage you made in in the relationships you've lost. At least you can have closure and maybe you can roam free without feeling paranoid that your fears will come come to pass. And you got to look over your shoulder. That's another way I live. And I'm going to send one more out, and I'm going to go to a little music break. I got somebody out there trying to reach me, so we're going to go ahead and touch in with them. This one is actually trust, trust and believe what I tell you. A lot of people, a lot of people, folks on Facebook are like, what? Yeah, it's called trust and believe what I tell you. Decisions, discussions, excuses, and the one I drilled in my kid's head on a regular regular basis, weakness. I even went as far as to telling them that crying was a sign of weakness and that they shouldn't cry. Boy, looking back at it, it's shame, shameful to have ever believed that my thinking was like that. But I realized that there is no way to change the past, but I can make a difference in our future. And I'm very thankful Today, not because of what I have, but who I am. And today, I can listen, feel, and love in a way that I could have never before. Before the struggles, I and my family endured. That I-ism that they were talking about pertained to the things I would say back then. I am successful because I did this or that. I had forgotten about where God's place was in this life of fame and fortune. And most importantly, didn't acknowledge that he can give it and he can take it away. And, that ex- and that's exactly what happened. Not to, not, now, don't get me wrong. God is not a punishing God, but he can allow for you to get an understanding of who he is in our lives. And that's what it took to change me into the person I am today. For the days that I have, got, that I have good as well as for the days that I have good, as well as those those bad days, I give him the praise and glory. I can trust him, and he, and now, and how he leads me, how he leads my life towards humility. I have had a wonderful opportunity to serve his people, and it has paid off in God dollars in heaven. But, and that kind of finance is the best, and it's priceless. I call it having spiritual prosperity. Spiritual prosperity is not about the money or how much money or how many gold coins you have. Spiritual prosperity is being just rich in spirit. And you can be able to pass that on to someone else without holding any baggage. 
that's where I'm at today. I really don't have any baggage. I was talking to a friend just the other day, and I'm sending this out to that friend as well. Um, I was saying, you know what? I don't really trip off the little stuff. You know what? Sometimes people underestimate you, and they think you may care just a little bit more than you really do. And actually, I'm only ethically and legally binded, mandated by by law to give you the best that I have as a human being, the best that I have as a mother, daughter, sister, brother, all of that. And that's what I do today. So with that, I keep myself free and clear of all the extras. And I'm very much so proud of that as well. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and send a shout out. Let's, let's, uh, let's play some Mary J because we haven't heard none of her in a long time. Let's say mm, Reminisce. No, by the way, no, we'll skip Reminisce and go to You Remind Me. You remind me of the person I used to be. So I'm trying to change.
Okay, everybody, we're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1244 in the a.m. It's actually October 1st, 2012, slowly approaching Christmas. You guys, since I took it out with a little bit of Mary J, let's go ahead and tap back into her, and I want to hear this. I don't want to do anything.
Hi, this is Janice Group Theory. It is now 12.50 in the a.m. It is October 1st, 2012, broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. So, tonight's show is all about mm, pretty much how vindictive, well, let's not say vindictive, let's say scorn women who make it their business to remain in a marriage or relationship only for the sole purpose of punishment. That means punishing the mate who had dragged her through so much. She wants she wants revenge. Pretty much she wants reparations. She wants to be compensated for all of her trials and tribulations and her troubles. So with that, you know, she's gonna make life for you quite a hard hold row, let's say. So she's going to bring you all the drama that you've given her over the years. So as the man who has reinvented himself and who has came back and has changed his ways and has rectified the things that he's done, Bishop Brett had told it like it, like, like it was out there. He ran it down to, just down to the fact of what it was, how the get down got down. And also what his part played in the driven motive behind the reasons why he did the things he did. And so he brought up this whole subject, actually. Um, This subject to, let's say, open up the door to, I don't know if it was a personal thing or maybe it was someone personal close to him, in which they're dealing with this particular instance. But uh, in my recollection, I can say in my history, that yes, you know, I've, I've heard it. And, you know, I kind of wonder... Honestly, what motivates a person? I mean, um, in my life today, how I do things is it's not just like kind of got checked earlier today. It's like being the bigger person. Being the bigger person means, you know, kind of like just saying here and letting it go. You know, I'm going to be honest, completely honest and say that, hey, today I kind of had one of those moments where I didn't didn't want to be the bigger person today. So with that, you know, I'm taking that in acknowledgement that, I slipped off of my, what I would say, my plate, my foundation to almost get down and dirty with, you know, folks like they get down and dirty with me. But that's not the way life's supposed to be. So with that, there was someone here to intercept, and that was really a blessing. Uh, Someone here to say, you know, go ahead and let it go. Don't hold on to that extra. It only just wears you out. It only keeps you... It keeps your growth. You're stuck. You're stuck in the rut of living a life that somebody else. You know what? You know, one thing that I did learn is that people are good, really good at doing is, let's say, projecting projecting their, their inequities on you, for one, uh, using your flaws and the imperfections that you have against you, and being judgmental and not being totally honest about things that they should at the time that they should and on the late train with that on the on the late train telling you things that after the effect. So it's kinda like this, okay, here I am, I'm cut. And someone says, Well, you know you should have been bothered and that person You know all that prior to me getting cut. So it's like, Wow. Maybe if you'd been more intent and in depth about that, maybe I'd have been like, you know what? 
not going to help this person. You know what? This person is woo-dee-woo. Okay. You know, the the aftermath of, you know, uh, why I have this radio station is to bring awareness to the issues and the resources that are available, up-to-date resources that are available. That not means to bring old, begotten things to you that won't be of any assistance, because as we all know, point in question, yes, most materials, most printed out things that come out of a printer, you know, are usually revised some kind of way. You know, they revise them, you know, by year. That means they update them and they put the new laws with them and whatever the case may be. But the majority, you know, I had to have to say, in the corporate world, that's one thing that gets overlooked. And I, I noticed that because I was on top of those things. Uh, it gets overlooked. And since it gets overlooked, then that means, you know, people, you know, they it kind of goes on, slip under the rug, let's say. And these these issues aren't addressed. It's not brought to anybody's attention. So the worker, the employee, has no no understanding of what has been put in place. So if no one tells the employee, well, then what happens? The employee, therefore, goes on the job not not shielded with the knowledge that they need to have, but what someone felt all they want to give them or with whatever laziness it would be. And there's another question I want to bring out there too. You know, I was talking to uh, my friend Jay from New York. And of course, you know, Jay is always bringing it. I was talking to him about, uh, let's say, uh, you know, the honest being, see to me, secrets by any means are just unwarranted. Uh, Not keeping up with the current information Giving people, see, I traveled that walk, and that's why when I do, whenever anybody comes to me down here to Long Beach and they want to go into the village and they want to get assistance, I walk with them. That means I spend the whole day with them or how many every days it takes to get them to where they need to be because, see, I know how the, the loopholes, there are loopholes in everything. So, you know, you might say, okay, I bring you in, and I got you in there getting services, and then I walk up and leave you. It's like, okay, they got you. You know, that's a blow-up. I would never do that. I never do that, simply because I've learned. I had to learn the hard way that you can't put, you can't entrust nobody in anybody else's hands that you have given your word that you're going to help. If you've given your word that you're going to be there to help them, you're going to show them the way, then you don't give them in anybody else's hands because it's like it's a blow-up. It's like, okay, well, okay, well, I led you up to this point, and then I'm going to let you go. And those other people, I, if I'm not there watching them or keep in mind, we must say, if Cherokee ain't nowhere around, you know, they kinda act a little bit different towards you. I mean, you know, you get a little you know, you get the cold shoulder all kinda extra. So I walk with I walk with my people. Simply because I want to make sure they make it through the process. You know, if they don't give back or come back in to get, you know, more, there's not more I can do with that, but I give them that opportunity to be there, to walk with them because I know shit changes. You know, what I mean I mean, you take a person into the let's say our multi service center and you say, Okay, they got these funds down here and I'm gonna drop 'em I'm gonna drop I'll leave you here. You're here, you're good. And then when I leave, you know, they tell you know, they tell my my client that I brought there that I left, you know, that oh well there's no services for this. There's no project achieved. There's no you know what I mean? I mean they gotta go through some extra I mean it has happened so many times. So repetitious behavior has led me to understand that I got to follow up with my people, you know, and then also, too, you know, how Cherokee always taught us, we have to follow through, follow up. And if we, if I don't hear more than a million times in human service courses with Dr. Watson, follow up, 
follow-up means not like kind of like graduate a person and then don't send them over somewhere else where they get some help. Follow-up means you follow that person. That means you are ethically binded and mandated by law to make sure that person gets in the right hands after you've done with them. It's kind of like passing the torch. Nobody's going to pass the Olympic torch to someone who doesn't have any hands or no arms. I mean, if, if the guy who's running behind you is totally armless <laughs> you and you have the torch in front of you and you're going to pass it to him, he ain't got no damn arms. Well, damn hell, he's not going to be able to carry the torch. So there it is there. And that's the logic to that. So we're going to, ta- we're going to put that down to just sheer, the Olympic torch running. I turn around, you got no arms. Can I pass you the torch? And all you got is elbows. It's not going to happen, people. It's not going to get, it's, the torch is not going to get where it needs to be, and we won't be able to win the gold around here if if it doesn't. So with that, you know, I have to follow up. So with everybody, they need to follow up. I learned follow up is the most important thing when it comes to dealing with humans, with people. They need to know and they need to understand that they are being, that they are being put in the right position so that no one treats them any different or comes no or comes at them any foul kind of way all those things, all of those things are very important when someone needs some hope someone needs for you to give them some understanding someone needs an uplifting someone needs some hey needs some help with some life skills you know i put it out there on facebook what my a short brief summary of who i am and why i am today and in that short brief summary, it pretty much details, you know, hey, I am a survivor of mental illness today, still balanced, but I'm a survivor of homelessness, I'm a survivor of addiction, I'm a survivor of all those things. I'm a survivor today. So me being a survivor today makes me feel like I can give someone else the opportunity to know this can happen for you. You know, I don't take medication anymore, really. You know, I, I hang on it, I deal with stress management, there's all kinds of techniques that I use to keep myself, you know, steady. And every now and then I fall off, like I said, I fell off today. Today I was going to come out my element. But you know what? There was someone here, my trusted loved one, to be here to say, no, don't do it that that way. Let it go. Let it go. Because sometimes you just want to be, you're mad about it. You just say, you know what, I'm hell with, you know what, but it takes someone to say, you be the bigger person. You know, you just let it go. Because once you let go, kind of like what people say, let go, let God. That shit really does. That's a real true thing right there. Let go, let God. And let him do the works through you. And you live your life right. You know, right right from wrong. You know, everybody runs around here like they don't know what's right, what's wrong. Oh, what is this, 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 this? Well, you know what? No, 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 no. Okay. You know right from wrong. Unless you were, you know, born in a cave with bears or something like that. Or maybe you're the jungle book boy. Then you don't know. I mean, even like I said, the Jungle Book boy, he even knew how to communicate with the animals. And they understood everything he said. If he wanted them to ravish your ass, you got chewed up. So the bottom line is everybody knows right from wrong. So you know what your spirit tells you. You know what. You know how you want to be treated. Now, would you want someone to do to you what you're doing to someone else? Come on, ask yourself that question. So if you wouldn't be too happy with that type of situation, then why would you bestow that on the next person? So with that, we're going to go ahead. We're going to touch on with uh, Mary J. And I'm going to play Love No Limit. We don't hear that too much often. So we're going to go there and uh, we're going with Mary J. Blige, Love No Limit. Here you go, people. 
Hi, everybody. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1.07 in the a.m. It is October 1st, 2012. Representing out of Long Beach, this is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station broadcasting live. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Send a shout out there to uh, uh, most of you young people out there that you're usually listening. I know, I know my son is out there celebrating the fact that he got his new car today. So with that, much love out there, Cortez and Dominique rolling in the Chevrolet Impala 2009. Going on with your bad self. Y'all better bring your ass on home because to your mama. Much love. I'm sending a shout out there to you guys. The Dream. Searching for love when it's 
Hey everybody, we're back with live with Janice Groove Theory. It is now one twelve in the AM, broadcasting live here out of Long Beach, your KXRW, your con- community connection internet radio station. This is Gina from the Theory. Got to send you a shout out. We're gonna go ahead and play something for you guys to mellow out. Maybe some of you guys are cruising on home with your girls and your guys and your lovey dovey and all that extra shit that. You know, love don't love nobody. You know, I'm <laughs> just kidding, y'all. Yeah, I'm going to send a shout out there. This is D'Angelo cruising, baby. Roll on to the house and get home safe.
Hi, everybody. This is Genius Groove Theory. It is now 121 in the AM, just representing out there for Cortez Dante Dixon. He got him a 2009 Chevrolet Impala. I'm very proud of my son. Much love to him. He is awesome. Him and my daughter have made me very much so proud. And to that, I'm going to go ahead and send a shout-out to I know he's feeling kind of buff-chested because, you know, he rolling, though. He rolling real tight, y'all. So let's go ahead and send that shout-out because I know he's feeling that ego. So let's play ego just for Corky because he deserves it tonight. He stayed in that car dealer and he rode out with him a vehicle. So if you got a little ego going on, you know what? Go ahead and pop your collar. <laughs> Got a big ego, ha ha ha. Such a big ego, uh uh uh. I got a big <laughs> ego. She love my big <laughs> ego. So stroke my big <laughs> ego. I like to joke around a little bit, but here we go. Welcome to the wonderful world. Uh, go play the Earl Cup. Everything I throw up, blow up. Talking to the girl, she said, Know what? Grow up. You nasty. I don't understand why they tripping if you ask me. Flow just the nicest. I admit the propane I just spit probably just raised the gas prices. Everybody in the club trying to get as fresh as me. What you want, dog? Trying to stay recession free and spit refreshingly when I rock the stadium. You probably get sweaty. You should bring an extra tea. Now I'm standing next to J, who's standing next to B. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. That's good for my ego. <laughs> Me and my ego, and he go wherever we go. My ego is my imaginary friend. He was with me when I was only imagining. I had dreams of the league. One day I played Kobe, or walk up the puff, and he'd really know me. Coulda let the dream killers kill my self-esteem, or use the arrogance as a steam that power my dreams and my ego. Show me how you feel, I consider myself, okay, that's a big deal, why? Well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't gon' need it, I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets, you didn't know what's inside, no key for me to lie, it's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong, it won't fit, it's too much, it's too tough, he talk like this, cause he can back it up, he got a big
You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 1.27 and the AM representing out of Long Beach. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Broadcasting, this is Gina's Groove Theory. Just had a happy moment. Much love out there to my sweetie face, who I know she's out there listening. And a shout out there to my my son, Cortez, rolling his 2009 Chevrolet Impala. I'm very, very proud of him, and he's well-deserved. Everything that he works hard for, he deserves. Much love out there. So while they're hitting a couple of corners, you know, to Mama get up the radio station and she's talking, roll it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and let's send a little shout-out there for my boy. Uh, I got to say, he kind of he's a chip off the old block. What? What? Uh, let's say, uh, how are we going to send a shout-out there? I ain't got too many songs that I do play for him, but, of course, we'll Sweetie Face, I always have something for her. But mm, let's go ahead and uh, represent something for Cortez, rolling his 2009 tonight. Uh, Going to have to not worry about taking that train, taking that bus, rolling on that bus no more. He's awesome. He's awesome. And I'm so blessed and impressed tonight that my baby could bring it, and he brought it. So much love out there to my kids. They make me very, very, very happy. So I'm going to send this shout out there to my boo. He my boo, because, you know, he's an awesome young brother. And he brought that, brought it a clean, pure as the driven snow, I tell you. Beautiful car. Much love. Here you go, my baby, my boo.
Hi, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory. As you guys know, I sent that shout out there to my baby, my boo, my my son out there rolling in his new 2009 Chevy Impala. Very proud, and he's well deserving of it, as I said before. So I'm gonna go ahead and send out another shot. You know, out of all the problems that I've had today, they just oh, it all just went away just with uh, you know some my family growing a little bit. And with growth, I must say, all the rest of the bullshit is just bullshit under the water. And so it doesn't even matter. So I'm going to send this shout out there from Lauren Hill and D'Angelo. Oh, wait a minute. I think I might have already played this. So let's go. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's, hold on, hold on. Mm-mm. Here we go. Let's see. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out there to my baby because, you know, maybe he might want to hit a couple of corners. You know, while I'm bumping this, you know, he could, you know, plug up his iPhone to the car, you know, because his car got what? He got what? XM around here, he's satelliting like for real. So we're going to go ahead and send this shout out. Did I already play Cruising? I think I did already play that. So let's go here. Oh, anyway, send the shout out. Can't you see? Can't you see how everybody's still growing, no matter how much you want us to fall and how much you want to limit us? Here we go. Can't you see by Notorious Big and Toto? Can't you see the growth in the people who you see?
everybody. We're back with Gina's Groove Theory. <laughs> Sent that shout out there to my baby boo. Um, much love out there for, to my sweetie face because I know she's next and up and coming. We're getting her, what is what is it called, her swipe. <laughs> she's next and coming getting her swipe. So I'm going to send this shout out there to sweetie face, my baby. You know, she's next, baby. You just hold on tight. You're a hard worker, baby. You deserve everything you're going to get to.
Hi, everybody. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is Gina's Groove Theory, your KXRW, your internet, your community connection, internet radio station, broadcasting live here. It's a happy moment here in my family, in my family. And so we're going to go ahead and we're going to send another shout out there. Hey, you know, for all you people out there that are standing the fight, that's for my Cherokee out there, for all my soldiers, I'm going to go ahead and bust this one for you. All you people, you weaklings out there, kind of get some get some balls and shit and get, get, be a soldier about your shit. Okay, represent. I want to know where you got it. I'm the hottest around there. Know it when they see you rolling them parlors around you. I got to know With the top down, feeling the sound, quaking and vibrating your thighs, riding harder than guys with the chrome wheels. It's the bottom white leather inside. When them lanes be spitting at you, tell them don't even try it. Shoot it with Shell and kick it with Kelly or Holly B. You gotta be G's, you way out of your league. We like them boys that be in them like cleaning. Open them mouth, they grill gleaming. gleaming. Candy paint, keep that whip cleaning. cleaning. Always be talking that country slang. We like to beat the beat in the back, beat I be so low from the chief end. I love how he keep my body screaming. A rude boy that's good to me with street credibility.
give one the phone tonight Only in the dickies in my zone tonight He don't know it might be on tonight Oh, he looking good and he talking right He the type that might change my life Every time he look at me, my girls be like That one may be the one Hi, this is Jim Rick, and it's October 1st, 2012, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, your internet station. Hey, hold on, you know what? We're going to pull a little snipe move, and we're going to stop. We're going to make a call and see if we can get the bishop up out here tonight. Because this was all about him tonight, you guys. So, in the pulpit, and we're going to pull out a Collection plate. And that collection plate can put the name on it, sugar. And we call it that. So you guys hold on tight and say hello. everybody. We're out here. We're calling Pastor Brett. We're going to try to get in touch with the bishop. We're going to see what's going on out there. So hold on tight.
All right, you guys, we're going to give Pastor Brett another call. We're going to see if he's out and about. We're going to holler, you guys, if we can catch him. I don't know. Usually I can go ahead and make this call, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to clear it up again, and we're going to see if we can do it again. Here we go again, you guys. We're going to go ahead and send a call out. Lord, that's not the number we're trying to call. So we're going to send that call back out again. Yeah. Let's see what Pastor Freddy's out there doing on the on the road, on the lonely highway out there, trudging through all those vacant, deserted areas with all those cows and horses and pigs and buffalo. We're going to go ahead and see where he is. It's a blow up. It's a blow up. It's a blow up. Oh, wait a minute. No. It oh, it's call dropped. I can't believe that. What are you serious? No. Go ahead and drop that guest call room. And we're going to have him come on out here and see if we can get him out here. We're going to... And see what's going on out here. So you guys represent. Represent. It is now. Let's check in the, the time. It is now 1.56 in the a.m. It is October 1st, 2012. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach. This is Gina. Gina's Groove Theory. KXRW. Your community connection internet radio station. Please enjoy this caller tune while waiting for the person you are calling to answer. Take us to church. Take us to church. Even when I'm going through, when I'm through, see, I've learned, I've learned to worship you. Hello. Hi. Hey, may I speak to Bishop Brett? Yeah. Hey, this is Gina's Groove Theory and all of her listeners out here. We're out here, you know, uh, we were just making a couple of calls, and you were on the list that we were going to give a call to. So, hello. <laughs> wow, what time is it? <laughs> uh, the tone the time will be, it is now one fifty-seven a.m., and uh, we yeah. gave you a call because we wanted to make sure you got in before, you know, that, that hour, you know, when that hour, that third hour comes in, I can't, I don't, you know, I can't call you in. You can't call me, so. We called you. Yeah, you must be running late tonight, huh? Oh, well, you know me. Gina Groove Theory rolls at any time of the day. You know, we're, that's just how we get down. It, hey, it, it, and, then, you know, well, and plus, you know, we're in celebration over here anyway because, you know, the, the the boy child has got him his first vehicle. So we're kind of celebrating. Time, I, I had to get up at two. So we got good time. We got good time, so we're right on time, huh? 
I don't know if you got a text about the show's topic tonight and the title of the show tonight. I don't know. But it was it, in it was in, the, it was in recognition of you. I'm going to go ahead and send this out. Oh, it was? I, like I said, what is it? Because I've been sleeping all day. So what, okay, what, we'll, hold, we'll hold that thought because, you know, we're at our third hour. So I'm going to go ahead and let the song play out. Stay logged in because we called you. We can't call you back. So we're going to go ahead and take it out with the outro with Ask Myself, What Can I Do to Make a Difference in My Community and in My Life and in My Family's Lives? Here we go. Hold on. Talking, talking, 